Welcome to Real Men Feel. This is your host, author, coach, and healer, Andy Grant. Thank you for joining us today as we venture into the world of meaning, purpose, and calling. The best tool I've experienced for getting clearer on your calling is an in-person healing called Life Activation. Visit theandygrant.com slash lifeactivation to learn more. That is theandygrant.com slash lifeactivation because you are meant for more. My guest today is Dimitri Albizu. Dimitri is a dad, husband, and life activation practitioner who is focused on knowing himself and creating a better world. We discuss purpose and calling and what keeps us from hearing our calling and taking action on it. Dimitri talks about that all-important question, why am I here? We then share 10 tips to uncover your calling. Let's do it. Hello, Dimitri, and welcome to Real Men Feel. Hey, how you doing, Andy? Very good. We know each other through the Modern Mystery School, and we were talking not long ago, and you had mentioned getting that nudge, getting that calling, you know, right. feeling like you were being called to do and do something. I wanted to like, oh, let's talk about that. That could be a really interesting show, because I think a lot of people either feel that or don't and wonder, why don't I feel that? So exactly. how would you define a calling? Calling for me, it comes from a deep space. It's not necessarily something you can just necessarily put your mind to. It's something for me that kind of moves me and makes me make decisions, whether consciously or subconsciously. From my own experience, I served in the military for a short amount of time. And while I was serving in the military, it was a fun experience. And it was a very eye-opening experience to be connected with so many people and to be serving our country. But there was something in the back. It was like, I can almost like the, the way I feel it places like in, along my spine. I just felt this thing that was, that was moving me and my feelings saying like, there's something different. There's something more to life. There's something that, that you need to do. And it would cause me to, to sit and think and ponder a lot and say, what, what is this? Why do I feel like there's something different I need to be doing? So to me, that's something that, that really speaks to, you know, purpose and something that's driving you to do something greater than what you're currently doing in that moment. Cool. So it's actually a physical sensation. You said you felt something in your body. It wasn't just thoughts. Right, right. Yeah. It kind of covers everything almost because it's not, it's not in one place or another. It's, it's connected to everything. And, you know, when I, when I consider something being a purpose, it's like it's fulfilling something greater. And whatever this purpose is fulfilling is everything in your life. It's what you're supposed to do. That's what I feel, you know, when I connect to what I feel like my purpose is. So a lot of clients come to me asking about meaning and purpose. And so does everybody have a, a calling? Does everybody have a purpose? Oh, of course. I honestly think that, I mean, everybody, everybody came here for a purpose, for a reason. You know, we wouldn't just come here to just, you know, fill in these bodies and kind of walk around and enjoy some hot cup of coffee and then say, oh, that's it. We're done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I agree tremendously on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so were you always aware of having a calling of being drawn to something else or was this only a military experience or was it as a young child even? As I was growing up, my father taught me at a young age, the power of manifesting and the law of attraction. I learned that probably when I was in, in middle school. He taught me how to, uh, you know, envision the things I want to see in my life. And this kind of really opened my eyes up to understanding life in a really different way. Because my parents never really grew up religiously. They were always kind of an open mindset. Like, I don't believe this and I don't believe that. I don't know what to believe. 
and that kind of transitioned onto me. And I, and as I took that throughout life, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take on those same things that my parents showed me. And after my dad showed me that, I was like, okay, this is kind of making me a little bit more curious of life. Because if I can make this happen and I can see this specific car that I envisioned in my mind and a few weeks back, like, well, what else can I do? That kind of led me on. It really got triggered in the military. It did. Because I had a lot of time to myself in the military. I was away from my friends and family. And I was in a very unique situation that calls for, you know, a different perspective of life and a different part of yourself. You're serving in a greater sense and you have to sacrifice a lot of the things that you would normally do on a daily basis. And I feel like with that sacrifice came a great insight into my own perspective of who I am and, and where I want to be, where I want to head. What is it that I'm really doing? Kind of really making you self-reflect. It's almost like when you hear in those journeys of people going into the woods for a certain amount of time or maybe fasting where they're putting themselves in a really dire situation, but it's all for a greater cause. You know, it reminds me of, of those types of experiences where you get into this place where you have nothing left. You don't have anything to distract you and you really get to tune into yourself and say, what is it that I want to do? Like, why am I here? You know, you start asking yourself those really deep questions that on a daily basis, when you have everything surrounding you, you don't really want to ask yourself or you don't think to ask yourself because you're just like, oh, let's get back to that cup of coffee, you know? <laughs> yeah. So when you ever ask yourself, why am I here? Mm -hmm. Is the answer something that changes over time or has it just been this one thing and it, it's always been solid? For me, it's definitely changed. You know, sometimes it, it stays in a similar ballpark, but it changes from time to time. And it usually depends on where I'm at, whether it's a feeling, emotion, a thought, seeing something that triggers me and gets the chills, you know, it changes from time to time. And it happens that way for me because it's like, you're never going to be in the same position. You know, you always be in a different space, going through a different experience and how you receive information is going to change from time to time. And as we evolve, we're going to also be opening ourselves up more and more to receiving anything. So I definitely think that for me, it's always been similar, but definitely has changed from time to time, grown and grown. Yeah, right. Because we're always, if we're listening to our callings, we're growing and getting more and evolving. So, exactly. you know, what we notice, what we have, all of that will change and expand too. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. When I work with clients that are like, you know, they kind of beat themselves up and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing and all this kind of stuff. And I always explain it as, you know, your calling can be, you know, this big picture thing, but it can also be, I have a calling for the next hour. I have a calling this week. Right. It's almost like, a goal and you take action and, and it just keeps changing. You get closer and closer. And I would say that, you know, action breeds clarity. Like I've never had like a great meditation where, oh, suddenly I'm clear on everything I'm supposed to do for the rest of my time alive. That's never been my case. You know, I don't know about you. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I can definitely relate to that. And it's even as basic as just growing up and becoming an adult. That alone grows with, you grow with your own awareness and, and opens you up to more and more ways of, of receiving information. Just like you said, it's about action. And as we grow older and, and we become more and more of an, an adult and, and wise, we then take more action in our life because we understand there's more to this thing. Hmm. So in your own experience or in talking with friends or your own clients, students, whatever it might be, what keeps us from hearing our calling? A lot of times what I've noticed, it's the old that we've gotten accustomed to or the things that we felt attached to that we really haven't found the answers as to why we're attached to these things. And a lot of times what I've noticed is people don't even realize to question themselves on why they're attached. It's just become a part of their life and what they've known from whether it's been passed down from generation to generation or it's something they've picked up on their own. But a lot of times it's the subtle things that are right in front of their face that they really don't get to see. 
unless they're put in a situation that causes them to be, it's kind of like the famous thing that my parents have always said to me. It's like, you're going to hit a wall in life and you're going to have to realize that you're going to have to pick yourself back up. And it's that wall that they're talking about that you feel like you're going to lose everything and you feel like you're in a really bad place, but that bad place always leads you to a greater place. Because now you don't have all those distractions that usually and normally distracted you. And now you're letting go of all those things that you were holding on to, which caused you not to be able to see what was right in front of you. Cool. Unlike so many people that I meet, it sounds like you were really raised by open-minded, expansive parents teaching you all these you know, ways to keep yourself open because so many kids come in you know, full of light and life and just life starts shutting them down. But it sounds like you know, at least not to the worst extent that happened, you know, you were really uh, <laughs> right, given right. some of the tools from a young age. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I find certainly hearing my calling and listening to it are mm. very different things. So, mm. you know, what keeps you from listening to those messages that you're aware of? That's a great question. Just my own distractions, really my own distractions. Cause for me, listening to my calling, it requires that peace, the inner peace to be able to, to have that, you know, that quiet pond mind and really asking the question and then being quiet to be able to listen to what, what it is that you're receiving. And when my mind's all over the place from thinking or um, being a dad or I'm doing something for somebody else, or I'm just caught up in my daily life, it really takes me to kind of pull myself aside and decompress and really empty myself whether it's through, you know, meditation, prayer, or however I see, you know, there's even times where I, I like, for me, it, it's, it's kind of funny, but I'll put on um, like thunderstorms and I'll just pop in my headphones and just kind of sit there. And for some reason, the sound of thunderstorms and the rain just, it mellows me out. It's like, you know, when you go outside in the rain and then you get the chills and you kind of feel like everything's just released. That's how I feel every time I listen to it. So that kind of brings me to center and it really opens me up to, to receiving whatever it is that I need to hear or be guided towards at the time. You think those distractions are consciously choosing to be distracted or are they kind of unconscious habits or, or is it a mix? It's a mix. It's a mix. I can honestly say it's a mix. There's times where, you know, I'm sure this happens to everybody where, you know, you know, you should be doing something, but there's something else that would be kind of just more comfortable at the time. And you end up picking that. And then afterwards you're like, crap, I should have done it. It's a mix of those times and then times where you're just so used to going with the flow and doing your daily routine that you forget to take those few minutes that it only takes about five to 10 minutes just to quiet yourself down, you know, sometimes longer, depending on what you've been through. But, you know, normally for me, it's really only a few minutes of my time to just sit there and close my eyes and kind of decompress. Yeah, one of the clearest experiences I've had around a calling was actually what led to the creation of Real Men Feel. I was feeling that nudge, that kind of blurry, do something for men, invite men in. I've been an energy coach for a decade, and most of my clients have always been women. They've just been willing to, to step into that space, be more spiritual, be asked the harder questions, be willing to look inside more than most men that I've met. And kept getting a nudge, got to make something. And I was saying at a networking event that I'm called to do something for men, but I'm not sure what it is. And someone overheard me and asked me to give a presentation on masculinity at an art gallery. Wow. And my head's going, what, is, what does that mean? But I'm like, okay, just force myself. I'm like, uh, yeah. you know, taking imperfect action, saying yes to something that was scary and I didn't even know what it meant yet. But in creating this presentation, I was like, real men this, real men do that, real men. I'm like, what if real men felt? What if we saw a guy crying instead of like making fun of him? Everyone's like, wow, look at that guy over there. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? So that's where real men feel came from the first time I voiced it. 
And I received the life activation almost five years ago. And that's the initial healing from the Modern Mystery School that we are actually both trained to give to others. Mm -hmm. And within a month of my life activation, my first episode of Real Men Feel happened. And before that, that was not in my scope of possibilities at all. It wasn't something I was considered at all. But all this clarity landed more as I you know, uh, cleared away some of my own internal junk and got Ooh. more connected to hearing the calling and meaning. So I wonder, if, is there any distinct example of, of hearing a calling and taking action that you can share? Not off the top of my head, but as you were talking, I'm glad you, you just expressed what you did, because that's another thing that I've noticed myself is when you start taking those steps towards what you feel is your purpose, things just seem to fall into place. It's those one-off things that you would never expect to happen. And it just, it ends up happening. And you're just like, wow, this door opened. I, really, I didn't even do anything. That's how you know when it's meant for you and it's meant to happen, you know? I mean, obviously there's things that we have to work for in life. So you're going to have to, you know, put in the work. But when you're getting that adverse reaction, what you're really trying to accomplish and you're like, crap, what's going on here? You got to take a step back and reevaluate. But when you're taking those steps and you can feel it when those things happen, and I'm like, I'm sure, I wonder how you, how did you feel when you, when you got that, that, uh, that opportunity? Like, what was it like a full body experience or was it just like a, a thought in your head? Like, how did that happen? The chance to speak first? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, most of me was like, fuck no, that sounds scary. I've done enough times. I've, I've know that, uh, what I'm afraid of needs to be done. Like I've, it's, I've, I've run away from enough things to realize when I finally do it, it pays off. So I have learned to see that fear is really, this is what you need to do next. Yeah. It's funny because that's exactly what happened to me when I found the mystery school myself. I was doing meditations and, and a, a friend of mine at the time was like, oh, do you want to take this sacred geometry class? And I was like, at the time, I was really curious about life and learning about sacred geometry, crystals, you know, numerology, all these different aspects. Because like I told you, I, I grew up without any strong religious background. So it was really an open concept and an open mindset of like, what could life be? And I kind of tapped into all these different things to kind of see how it felt within my heart and saying, okay, does this feel real to me? Is this something that I could consider or I could take on to? So you asked me to attend this class. I was like, okay, sure. You know, I, I looked at it for a brief second, signed up, paid whatever I had to at the time. And then those moments after I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> what did I just get myself into? I did this at probably like 1030 at night. So I'm trying to call the line to, to reach the person and say, Hey, um, I want to get my money back. And it was, it was already too late. So I was like, I guess I'm in this. I already put my money into it. All right, let's go. Just like you said, I was nervous. I was, you know, my mind's overthinking. I was like, Oh, you know, what does this look like? Like my judgments and fears already started to kick in and try to take control. You know, sure enough, as soon as, as soon as I, I attended the class, the reason why I asked you, was it like a, a body feeling or was it a mind thing? Because when, it, when I first attended that class, it was just like my entire system was on par. And I'm like, what is going on here? Because something's happening and I need to be continuing this. And it was just, it was so strong. It was undeniable. You know, one thing led to the next. And here we are, you know, almost, I think we're like five years later, you know, we've continued. It never seems to amaze me, you know, when it, when it comes to taking those right steps and how things fall into place. I also remember distinctly the moment while receiving my life activation, I'm maybe 15 minutes into it. I'm like, oh, I still don't know what's happening, but I know I'm going to learn this and do this for people. Mm, and yeah. I had not heard of the school. I didn't know, I didn't know how this was done. I don't know if I just, you know, could it happen that day? I knew nothing, but I'm like, oh, uh, this is something I'm going to learn. Yeah. And one thing, you know, it's funny. I didn't realize this is where we'd be going, but one thing I always tell people about a life activation is that 
well, first, literally, you, you get filled with light. So it's easier for your meaning, your purpose, all of that is more obvious to you, but also what's at the other end? Like what you want to do wants to be done by you. Mm. And both ends of that are lit up and attracting each other. So it's not just you like looking through the darkness, trying to figure out what am I supposed to do with my life? It's like, no, it gets much clearer. And it actually like, there's like a magnetic pull now that for me and, and all the clients I've worked with, that meaning, that purpose, it all gets louder. Is that your experience at all? With clients or my own experience? Both. Yeah, either way. The first experience that I had, it was it was something like I've, I've never experienced in my life. I'd always uh, wondered about, you know, psychic abilities and and being able to see and hear things and and, and so on, things like that. And it, it always intrigued me because it, it like I like I told you, it it brought me into a different space of life. And I'm like, what is this? Like people always talk about this. These things happen. Like, how is it even possible? It sounds cool. It sounds, you know, like sci-fi-esque, like, you know, it gets your imagination going. And I always wondered about it. And I thought it was a cool thing. So getting into life activation, I'm going through the process, you know, I'm standing there and the practitioner is doing what he has to do. And it's the first time I've ever experienced like any type of ability started to awaken. I started to, you know, my great grandmother who had passed away started revealing herself to me and saying, you know, it's okay, you're safe. You know, I saw doors opening and shutting. And it was like, as all this stuff was happening, it just made sense. I didn't have to process anything. It was just moving like this light was flowing through me and everything just was making sense and washing through me. All of the old that I had conjured up or been through or experienced was just washing away little by little. And like you said, it just, after that session, I just sat there for a few moments, just quietly like, what is life? Who am I? And what am I doing here? And at that moment, I knew, just like you said, I, I knew like, this is a path I needed to take. It was going to lead me to where I truly wanted to be. It filled all of those missing pieces that I was previously, you know, missing. Even throughout growing up, you know, we ha I had that small piece of manifesting, which it gave me a taste of it. And I was like, wow, this is something that I want to do. I need to continue working with this, you know, create my manifestation boards and continue working on building my life. And once I had that life activation, you know, it just gave me, like you said, it gave me the clarity. It opened up doors to new possibilities that I never thought were possible before. Awesome. I love it. You know, so in preparation for this, I've made some notes and I Googled around a bit and I've got 10 tips to help people uncover your calling. Mm -hmm. And I thought we'd just share them and, and see of our experiences about them. But I want to rewrite it because number one is like, get a life activation. Exactly. <laughs> really exactly. Yeah. If you want any sort of insight and clarity, I mean, I've never experienced anything better than starting off with a life activation. You know, how I've always explained it to my clients is, you know, we start by resetting your entire energy system. Because what you had before and what you've what you've had leading up to this moment in time prior to the life activation is a lot of trauma experiences that were some were good, some were bad, and a lot of things that it's in the I don't know space, you know? So we're gonna reset all of those things and then fill you up. So that way your entire system can really take and really be comfortable with seeing all these new things. And I always explain to them, you're gonna see everything, which is the most empowering thing. You're gonna see the good and the bad. You're going to see what been hurting you, but you're also going to see how you can heal from that. So you get the best of both worlds. And again, being called to do things, my life activation, because I didn't know what it was, for the first time, I shot a video. Like I did a before and after video. And now I do it for lots of things, but th there was the first time I ever did it. And my after video is me just laughing, trying to say what it felt like. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just giggling. <laughs> I'm just like ecstatic. I'm just so full of joy. It was, you yeah. know, I, I love it. But all right, so let's get in. So uh, 
besides life activation, <laughs> we'll go with that one and now 1A, the first tip is to be aware. Like, notice what you notice, paying attention to the signs, the nudges, you know, the callings we're talking about, because they're not always loud. Right, exactly. You know, notice goals, desires. And I also say, notice your discontent. Exactly. Like, noticing what you don't like can put you in the direction of what you do like. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Another thing is that if you don't feel anything, ask the question. If you're not getting any sensations or when you're tuning into it, you know, you're not getting anything, ask the questions and just listen, sit in silence for a few minutes. And if it doesn't work the first time, just keep trying. And it's going to build this muscle that it's going to link you back to that. You know, if you stepped too far away from it, just keep asking that question and it'll slowly, slowly come back to you. Or it might just hit you the next time. You don't know. Yeah, no, that's great advice. I, I tell people this often, like ask for what you want. You exactly. can't just keep it to yourself, like yep. give voice to it. Right. So number two is prioritize creative expression. So this could be part of that. You know, speak. We're all creative beings. Exactly. And that creative yeah. flow can unleash things beyond the thing I think I'm making is that next step, is that more, is that evolution. So mm -hmm. be it drawing, writing, daydreaming, uh, you know, building something, you know, being men, you know, building a home, working, being a construction worker. I always tell guys like, see that as creative work. I've always seen it as doing what you love. Whatever it is that you love, it's going to put you in that space, you know, in that space of creativity and imagination and, and opening yourself up to receive those things. Beautiful. And segues without even knowing it into the third tip is recall what you used to love. So if you're in a state where I don't love anything, everything just sucks, man. Well, pre that, exactly, <laughs> before the yeah. world crushed you down. Yeah. What, as a kid, like what were you drawn to? You know, what delighted you? What do you love? Yeah, that's one thing I love doing, even to this day, is remembering all those things that I did as a kid. And sometimes they just hit me subconsciously where I'll get, I'll get a taste or a whiff of something in the air. And I'm just like, wow, that reminds me of this time. And then I just start doing those things. And I'm getting the chills just thinking about it now. It just brings you back to this playful place, you know? Cool. Again, related to notice what you love. But yeah, notice what feels good. Yeah. Like, you know, life is meant to be enjoyed. It really is. So your calling, your purpose, your mission, all that should feel good at some level as you step into it more and more. Yeah, taking on those things that, well, it's, it's funny, we're going back and forth and she's kind of slowly segueing, but yeah, I mean, remember remember all those things that, that, that you love, you know? Like you said, it's, this life is meant to be enjoyed, you know? Enjoy those things. Remember what makes you happy and excited and just in a great mood, you know? And the fifth tip is something that you mentioned earlier. It's tuning out the distractions what's taking your time and your focus, but you're pretty sure it isn't your calling, mm. like TV and social media, you know, overwork, uh, you know, drugs, alcohol, all those things that, and I speak for myself, for years, I definitely numbed myself to avoid any possible sense of having a calling, hearing a mission, because I was so, you know, I was depressed and dealing with suicidal thoughts, and I chose to believe that was my truth. So I made it harder for anything good to get through to me. Yeah. One big thing I can say and share with people is don't think about it too much. Write it down. Express it in front of you because when you try to think about it and create this whole spiderweb effect, you're just going to get lost in thought, you know, express it and get it outside of you. So it's in front of you and you can actually see it before you and organize it accordingly. Write all those things that distract you, write your top five stressors or, you know, de-stressors. I mean, write the good, the bad, just get it all in front of you. So that way you can actually see it. And then you have something to work with. Now you've emptied everything that's inside of you and put it outside of you and you okay, okay, now where do I go from here? And even that exercise is a creative expression. Exactly. So it's all helping itself. Yeah, beautiful. The sixth tip is paying attention to what keeps showing up. Those recurring messages that the class, the sacred geometry or the person, whatever keeps showing up and all those reminders that you're ignoring. 
Have you had experiences like that? That consistency of something? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's and sometimes it'll just come out of the blue. And it'll be something like you said, like you said before, when you shared with that that experience of being able to speak in front of people, it's like it'll come out of the blue sometimes and you just have to keep your awareness open and keep all your doors open. Don't ever shut anything down because that could be an opportunity where you could have just followed yourself into the next part. The seventh tip, try new things. Break the habits, break the routine, drive home a different way, you know, eliminate staleness. Yeah, that's another thing that'll break us out of those same patterns. Like we were talking about earlier, it's the same patterns of the daily life. When you do things differently and you switch it up from time to time, it'll create those fractures in your reality that'll be like, wait a second, hold on, there's more to this. Yep. All right, so the eighth tip in our top 11 tips of how to uh, get more clarity, uh, how to listen to your calling, connect with something beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. This could be nature. We talked about meditation, prayer, any sort of spiritual practice. For me, it was discovering there was something beyond myself. Yeah, exactly. It, it, this is probably the most powerful one, I think, so far is because you get into this place of, of selflessness, you know? You empty yourself and, and you understand that there's a greater thing moving and, and happening all around us. It's this magic of life that we don't understand. To let yourself go and breathe and move with this force of life, it just, it creates so much magic. But definitely... Like you said, however you do it, meditate, pray, connect with the elements, crystals, whatever it is that you do, you know, take that time to really, you know, center yourself. Cool. The ninth tip, it's, it's, it's very close to seven, which was trying to think. So this is change your routine. So Ooh. shake things up, drive home a different way, do what you normally do in a different place, you know, change right. up your environment of setting, of people, and see what you notice if, any, if anything's different. Again, it's, yeah. to me, it's breaking up that staleness. If it's static energy that's kind of keeping us numbed or distracted, change what you can. It also ties into expressing yourself. Maybe have a different diet, try different foods. They lighten us up in different ways. I mean, change the colors that you wear, express yourself with different colors. Maybe for the ladies and the women, put on different types of makeup or whatever it is for for any individual, you know, express yourself in different ways. And you'll find, even if it wasn't fully in tune with who you are, at least you might take a little piece. And if you don't take anything from it, you're going to take that. That's not me. So at least you'll then know moving forward, okay, well, let's do something different. You know, you got to continue trying, never give up. Yeah, that's key. And again, perfect segue, because the, the final tip of our top 10 is uh, be patient. Yes. Right? It's very unlikely that it just, aha, here's everything I'm supposed to do. Life is a journey. I find that our callings, our meanings, our purposes unfold as we step further down that road. Like, you know, if you're, if you're going for a drive, the furthest you can see is the horizon, And that might not be your destination, but you keep going. You know your destination is there, even though you can't see it yet. Exactly, exactly. That you know, that's something that I've I've had shown to me many times in my life. It's not the destination; it's the journey. You know, just like you said, being on that drive. It's the drive. It's not getting to the point. I mean, you're going to get to the point eventually, but it's the drive. Enjoy the car, the scenery, the the sound of the engine, the the air, the birds. Enjoy everything that you're going through in that time period because once you get to the destination, you know what you're going to think about? The journey. You're going to think about how you got there and how beautiful it was and all the things you learned and you overcame and, and you experienced. Beautiful. You know, I have no doubt that it was part of our joint calling today to have this conversation. Yeah, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Just like you said, we were talking about purpose and it led to one thing after the next and just became a beautiful conversation. Yeah. Dimitri, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Hope you got some tips, some inspiration. If you feel disconnected, you're not calling, like, no, you have one. You're, you're not that one wrong human being that just has no point to yeah, living. Everybody it just has can't one. be the case. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. 
Do you want to share awesome. any way that people can connect with you, reach out, connect with you at all? Or Yeah, I mean, you can connect with me on social media. I'm sure Andy will put it in the description. But, you know, if you have any questions or you want to connect or just, just have a conversation like me and Andy are today, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always open for new people and conversations. Excellent, excellent. Thanks again, Dimitri. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel, please like, comment, share, subscribe, share with somebody that needs to hear about this. And you can always reach out to me at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. And if you feel called <laughs> to a life activation, which I didn't realize was going to be a life yeah. activation <laughs> pitch show, but but it is. And you know they can only be done in person. Dimitri and I are both in Massachusetts. If you want to know more, if you want to see the video of me just giggling like a maniac because my life was activated, you can visit my website at theandygrant.com and look up life activation and see the experience. But you have a calling and you deserve to heat it. Be good to yourself.